So Joey didn't really stop hitting the record button like we planned on this week, did we? Uh, no. Um, a couple of beers and 52-ish minutes later, and we have a full episode. <laughs> Which I'm not upset about. I mean, honestly, the conversation that we had, it, it's and we've said this many times before. Sometimes we write things and we don't know where we're going to be on the other side of them once we say them. <laughs> we really don't. And uh, this week is definitely that, uh, that exception because we kind of went back and forth what we'd actually talk about whether it would be uh, just like his gadgets or his vehicles or his sidekicks. And we landed on uh, just, you know, just what, he, what he's wearing. Yeah, strictly <laughs> just his fashion choices because, mm-hmm. you know, somebody was making these consciously, all right? Like, we're going to separate ourselves <laughs> from, like, creating movies and we're just going to put ourselves in the place of Batman right now. Like, he's thinking of how he's going to defend himself and fight crime. And this is what he comes up with. Yeah, and then when he there's like him coming up with it, and then in the meta there's just what we think the kids will like, and then there's whatever the fuck Tim Burton wants to do. Tim Burton does. <laughs> oh. We're just we should just be lucky that Johnny Depp wasn't Batman, to be honest. Well, I mean, I'd have to think his bulge would be so like so big they'd need a, a wider lens to capture it, but. He would, yeah. and he would probably be the worst superhero we ever heard of, but we did hear of him. <laughs> it's true. true. <laughs> but hey, you know what? This was a, one of those happy accidents, as Bob Ross would say. And you know what? We did. We just came off of Star Trek week last week. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of fun talking about that property. Clearly, we were not done with it. And this is now our official Batman week, um, which you know I'm sure we'll revisit at some point here too, but... There's just so much here. We wanted to share it with you, and we think you're going to have just as good a time as we did talking about it. Yes, and that does not matter what accent you have, whether it is your local dialect, uh, Bostonite, or transatlantic. You will enjoy (laughs) this program in any, any dialect you use. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 12 of Digital Dissection, where we take a closer and possibly unnecessary look at our favorite properties. And now, we continue our Batman week at the same bat time and same bat channel, or whenever and however it is that you're listening to us, by taking a closer look at the 80-plus years of Batman's fashion choices. We curse a lot this week, so if you find offensive language off-putting, this is officially your content warning. Hey, but before we take a look at the noticeable bulge on Batman's suit, as well as some horrible armored nipples, we are Joe and Mark, two dudes who love discussing pop culture with you and hopefully bring you perspectives that are just, damn it, take too long to find without a lot of help. And after you listen to the show, please like, comment, subscribe, and review. Reviews are very important to the show as we continue to grow our platform. We can't thank everyone enough for your support. But hey, you can find us by searching for Digital Dissection, a nerd podcast where you can find your favorite podcasts. If you want to listen to us on other platforms, you can also find us on YouTube, as well as Facebook and Twitter by searching for at Digital Dissect One. Our social media sites share a lot more pop culture news and current information. So feel free to join the conversation over there.
right now. Oh, oh okay. You go, you, you go ahead. You go All right. Ahead. Well, uh, I was just going to say, um, in terms of of why um, women fall for men, it's the car, right? Chicks did the car, as Val Coomer once said. I don't think it applied to me because I drove a 94 Mercury Cougar for a while. Yeah, and I had a had a '98 Escort, so I was kind of in the same boat as you. Um, so, <laughs> if it's if it's not the car, then the clothes must be what really makes the man. Yes, especially when that man wears his underwear over his clothes, <laughs> <laughs> which has to really, really resonate with the villains when they when you realize that you're just beaten up by a, a grown ass man with his underwear on the outside. That has yeah. to do a number on you psychologically. <laughs> it's, it's just a meeting, you know? Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it, it's it's like the effect in Lord of the Rings when like man faces Sauron and they just all cower, you know? You just... You... <laughs> <laughs> Except in this case, instead of cowering, they're just crying. Yeah, it's just the oh. power of confusion. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I can't believe it, it happened again. Another man in underwear beat me today. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, it, it happened again. <laughs> Which, hey, if you're wondering, what the fuck are these guys talking about? Hey, we are talking about, of course, Batman and the questionable uh, fashionista choices he had made throughout the years. Um, because... Batman kind of comes from some humble beginnings, you know, mm-hmm. back in 1939, tail end of a depression, start of a world war, the second one, back-to-back world war champs. But hey, hey USA, USA, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Sorry. I hate saying that sometimes. It's It sounds funny, and then I say it, and I go, ah, man. No, yeah, it's, it, it, is, it does sound funny on paper, and especially when you realize we really came in at the tail end of those wars. We really did. <laughs> we, we really did. Yeah. We, we, we showed up in like the fourth quarter when we were kind of already winning and just hit a home run to like seal the deal and yeah. took credit for the whole game. Yeah. It's like hitting a short porch in New York, you know, just, uh, <laughs> you, you pull, you pull it a little bit to, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, to that side of the field and history happens, but you mm-hmm. know, Batman's one of those characters that, um, when you look back at the, you know, the, the old outfits that, that he wore, it, it really makes me wonder how he became successful um, because of the aforementioned underwear mm-hmm. overclosed thing. But that's just what the original direction of the comic was. So I guess to the folks that, you know, tried to stay, uh, I guess we'll just say faithful to that. Um, I can't really blame him for it, you know, but uh, in the original, like Batman, you know, serial series that came out in 1943, mm-hmm. a poor bastard by the name of Lewis G. Wilson would actually play Batman for the first time. <laughs> and uh, it was a, it was a 15 part serial. So for those of you that don't know what a serial is, we're not talking about a, you know, a, a bowl of breakfast food or someone who has an insatiable love for murder. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're just talking about uh, what's basically like a soap opera. It's, it's a 15 part series where the, there's no standalone episodes. We've just got one narrative the entire time. So back in 1943, Lewis G. Wilson, this is the first dude yeah, wearing the Batman outfit. Looking back at it, the underwear isn't even the worst part of the whole thing. Um, <laughs> if you see this, this costume um, and uh, a, like and a commentary on the, on, the under, on the underwear bit, which you are even making fun of. Um, the reason why you had a lot of heroes, especially in the DC economics, 
uh, having that was kind of a throwback to the old strongmen of oh, of course, of yeah. like the uh, I think it was the like late nineteenth century or early twentieth century, um, yeah. who would basically show up just in underwear and their big bulging muscles and they would lift the big dumbbells or the barbells um, and say ha ha as they yes. as they lifted them. Um, but looking at this Batman forty three costume, the cowl is really kind of the more questionable part, questionable part of it, yeah. and it doesn't get any better um six years later <laughs> well, it actually actually kind of gets worse six years later it's almost um, like they're trying to pick up like a radio signal on the the bat cowl with mm-hmm. these ears right like these these ears are just pointy they're ridiculous yeah and yeah. they're they're curved and uh, slightly straightened at the same time and it looks almost <laughs> like a basically they 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 made the most of the costume by itself and they got to the top and they're like you know what we're kind of stuck here. Let's just grab some sort of Lucifer costume from Halloween and call it a day. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's what you ended up with uh, well, for the, for the yeah. point of years on top. Well, I felt horrible for, you know, Lewis G. Wilson because mm-hmm. obviously this suit was atrocious to look at. Yeah. You know, he's got this like comically large underwear mm-hmm. and then he has this like massive belt. And, you know, for someone who, you know, I, I would say I'm an expert when it comes to being overweight since I have been since pretty much birth. And this dude is wearing a belt around his midsection to basically hide his love handles. And so even back in 1943, there were people out there making fun of us thick boys. All right. <laughs> and there was a critic talking shit on Lewis G. Wilson that said Wilson was thick about the middle or in the Pan Atlantic. He probably was like, yeah, this boy's thick about the middle. Nothing else about him. You know, mm-hmm. that's thick with two C's, you see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so the, the utility belt that he wore, I mean, damn near was like up by his, his, his nipples. Okay. Like, yeah, this... that's, it's like, he's expecting a flood. He's pulled those things right up there. Oh, the highest of waters. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And, and then the other part of this that I thought was absolutely hilarious has nothing to do with fashion. They were talking shit to this dude for having a Boston accent as Batman. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> that, that goes up for me. Like, that makes it even better. Um, <laughs> oh, look at these wise guys here, huh? Yeah. Thinking they're going to rob this bank with a goddamn Batman here. No one messes with a goddamn Batman. You got that? None of you jokers know what's going on. That, that makes, like, really, that makes up for almost any Batman issue out there. <laughs> it's having a Boston Batman. <laughs> <laughs> just, just imagine it though like the police got their guns out and they're like they're at a bank robbery and batman's late and they're like hey batman where you been and he's like man i had to park wicked far away because there's just traffic there's no spots up here in the front i mean come on stop breaking my balls here guys and and i just i would lose my shit if that oh was got it to park the car the way down by the harbor <laughs> as he's walking up he's like he's like oh hey frank how you doing how's your mother all right i gotta get in there <laughs> It's like, <laughs> it, would, it would just be fucking hilarious. So, Joe, that's literally our first exposure to Batman. He's <laughs> he's got underwear up to his armpits. He's got this re- sarcastically large belt. <laughs> and he's talking like fucking Mark Wahlberg out there, man. <laughs> you feel horrible for the guy. I feel horrible for him, but I also I don't personally. I think it's off to a great start. Yeah. Um. I... And. When you look at the uh, their least attempt at the uh, the comic at, at the look here, it's very close to what you had going on in the comic books. To their credit, um, sure. you had uh, the shorter gloves, um, the slightly smaller bat on the costume for the uh, for the insignia on the chest, 
and gray in the, you know, in the business and, and black in the shorts and in the cowl. So, I mean, yeah, we make fun of it now, but it wasn't a horrible job for 1943. Um, mm-hmm. No, yeah, but pretty faithful adaptation for, for mm-hmm. the comic to the screen. You know, I mean, like the stuff we would get in the early 2000s, you know, everybody was just wearing leather. Yeah. And that was supposedly cool. I, I owned one lambskin jacket. Okay. It was not that cool, <laughs> but, but yeah, like that, that actually leads really well into Robert Lowry who would mm-hmm. play Batman next. And like you mentioned, six years later, you know, his outfit would also look, you know, fairly similar to the one that we saw here, um, in, you know, 1943. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it definitely, I feel like this goes wrong. <laughs> Whereas <laughs> like 1943 was definitely a good start, uh, at what they were trying to do here. Um, imagine now, um, if you're familiar with the Batman franchise, think Batmite, but the size of a human being, because that's what this costume is. His bat ears are no longer sticking straight up uh, on his head when they're with, with curved ends. They're actually both pointing outward. So it yeah. looks like they completely measured this all wrong. And our, our bat insignia in the middle has, has over, I would say, doubled in size. <laughs> And there's detail on the bat. Like it's got a face. Uh, you can see <laughs> where the wings are separating the different parts. Yeah. Um, little lines on it and everything. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah this is, I wouldn't be embarrassed the last time, uh, the first time I was uh, Batman showed up on screen. This one is where we're like, I don't know how Robert, like, I don't think he saw the suit when he signed on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that well, would be like, Ooh, hard pass. <laughs> to your point about the bat, I mean, it looks like when you see a little bit of mildew under your kitchen sink and you just go, yeah, that's it's fine. It's not going to grow. And then you close the door and you come back like a month later and it's middle of summer and your entire cabinet is just full of mildew now. Like that's <laughs> that's what this bat reminds me of in size because it just, yeah, it was like it wasn't that big at first. And mm-hmm. now it's like half his chest has it on there. And and then you have these ridiculous, like, I'm, I'm going to call them like Nazca lines that are on the fucking bat, <laughs> like the fucking Aztec, you know, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Nazca drawings and everything. It's, it's, it is a little strange, but once again, it's still fairly close to original comic yeah. Batman. It definitely tried. Um, but I feel like if this Batman met the previous Batman and, and Robert Lowry shows up saying he's vengeance, all that's going to happen is Batman 43 is like, yeah, he ain't fucking vengeance. You think you're vengeance, but I'm the knight, okay? I'm fucking vengeance over here. You got you got your ears pointing in two different directions. Ain't no one know where you're going with this. And that's true. <laughs> that's oh, I just feel bad. Like it's not a good look. But yeah, I did try. I did really try um doing um what the comic book was doing. And the next time we would see um Batman on screen, it would actually be one that we all are way more familiar with. And it's Adam West Batman in 1966. This is true. This is true. But before we got to him, Mm -hmm. I just want to point out Robert Lowry did also star on the adventures of Superman in 1956 as Batman again. Oh, cool. I didn't know that they had a, that a crossover with George Reeves. Yeah. He would come back in 1956 and I think the outfit looked just as bad, but still, it's kind of cool because he came back. So. Kind of cool. And <laughs> I don't think uh, Martha came up anywhere in that crossover, no, <laughs> to my no, knowledge. No. <laughs> but, but all right. Yeah. Back, back to just Batman. So we see Adam West in 1966. And since the last time we saw Batman in the 50s and now in the 60s, 
he did get a change in the comic books to lighten the mood a little bit because Mm -hmm. um, Batman was a bit too dark. Like that's, that's how we know Batman today. He's this brooding character who is driven by vengeance and he's on a fool's errand to rid a city of, of evil and knowing that he'll never be able to do it no matter how hard he tries. And comic book creators thought that was getting a bit too dark for the character. So to lighten him up, you of course have the introduction of Rob. We have Robin um, in there who, who came in, you know, earlier and actually in 1949, mm-hmm. but they also lined up Batman himself here in the sixties by taking away the darker colors of the suit from black or now just kind of a darker blue. Yeah. Um, the gray is still there, but we've seen the bat now shrink on the chest and we have a yellow symbol, uh, a yellow like oval around the bat. And mm-hmm. with uh, with Adam West here, we get a completely, obviously, a completely different mood as Batman. They focus much more on the detective work than any of the real fighting. Although I think we remember the fighting a lot. Oh, we, we absolutely <laughs> remember the fighting. What I remember distinctly, though, mm-hmm. are the pencil thin eyebrows on the Batman cowl. Yeah, I don't know where those came from. <laughs> I'm not sure what those, because that was not in the comic. Um, I don't know if this was an attempt at expression because uh, we always just assume that the cowl is cloth, but we gave it kind of a, it was, it was hardened on Adam West. I, I think that someone designing this outfit, just they, they had the knowledge to know that 40 years later, Batman would have the eyebrows of a basic bitch. And that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what went on the cowl. I mean, it, it kind of, it's similar to what you were talking about with, with uh, you know, 49 Batman here and, and the weird mm-hmm. lines on the Batman or on the bat, rather the logo now Batman's got these strange marks on the on the mask, and so mm-hmm. I, I, there's the eyebrows, and then I'm pretty sure there's even like maybe on the nose too a little bit, like it. Yeah, there is a little bit like on the on the top there that uh, like kind of like where the bridge of the nose would be. Yeah, um, there's a bit going on. Yeah, it looks it looks rather odd. I mean, the one thing I will say for the suit though, because mm-hmm. it's like you've got the dark blue, you've got the light blue, the yellow. I mean, if you, I mean, if you had to just pull me and I've never seen Batman before and they said, what era do you think this is from? Mm-hmm. I mean, I would assume that there was some kind of drug enhancement that allowed it to happen. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, guessing with the graininess of the picture, it's got to be 60s yeah. or 70s. And so oh, I mean, nail yeah. on the head right there. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And, and, and of course, you know, like I, I'll give them credit for this, like the bat and the logo or the, the utility belt mm-hmm. and the logo since they match they kind of pop you know there's there's an iconic look to it Mm -hmm. so even with it being campy and ridiculously over the Mm -hmm. top i still love the suit oh yeah it's a great suit and um fun thing with this suit uh if you play um arkham knights the third of the the uh like technically the fourth in the arkham series um and you go into new game plus you can play as all these different bat suits they have this fantastic epic, epic, epic sweep over Gotham as it's being overrun by Scarecrow uh, mm-hmm. and his and his fear toxin, and it leads up to Batman over top of the stone gargoyle, and he's like looking down in the city with all of his broody majesty, and he's normally very stoic looking and angry, but when you play it in the Adam West bat suit, that entire effect is just gone. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like. Uh, it's like if you just saw him up there and you saw this guy, you'd be like, hey, dude, don't jump. And that's probably what you'd be screaming up at him instead of, oh, hey, look, it's Batman. That's cool. But anyway, um, yeah, one cool thing about this suit, um, which is something that gets, actually gets revealed 
like much later on because like Batman pretty much keeps that look from the 60s in the comics consistently through like the 70s, 80s and really the 1990s. Um, yeah. And you may be wondering like, so if this guy is going around fighting crime, like why the hell is he doing it in basically spandex uh, <laughs> and very, very little armor? And yeah. part of the reason why that actually happens is Batman's nervously like, well, he's fighting, he's moving around quite a bit speed and agility and secrecy is actually very important to him so the reason why he didn't like war basically cloth everywhere um was because he had that yellow around the bat so that way when he was fighting in the dark that would be the thing that would be most likely seen by his villains and that's what they would aim for so he basically puts one thick piece of armor on his chest behind that so that when he gets shot they typically shoot for what would they think would be a bullseye and they're really hitting the only armor he's got on him. And that was kind of Batman's way of explaining away why he wore very little armor um, in these earlier days. Um, but mm -hmm. that's something that Tim Burton didn't really care about in 1989. <laughs> <laughs> because when that Batman hit the screen, he looked nothing. I don't want to say nothing. It was a very big departure from the Batman we'd had in comic books and previously on, uh, uh, on screen. Well, the, this is like the beginning of the movies being obsessed with how long can Batman's you know ears be on the cowl? Because mm -hmm. that was really the iconic look for him for a long time, and was having this like you know it, it almost resembles more of a helmet with these little you know nubs for ears on it, right? Yeah. And that this wouldn't even they wouldn't even get back to this point until like literally Ben Affleck Batman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's but, true. But yeah, like so Keaton's Michael Keaton's Batman. You know he's he's a full-on you know goth kid here. He's dressed <laughs> all in black, <laughs> head to toe in black, uh, for the exception of the yellow mm -hmm. and black you know Batman logo, um, which I'm guessing they just they were looking at the rest of the series up to that point and were like, yeah, that yellow really pops. You it know, really it really does. It makes a statement. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. and but this would this would kind of become the the comical you know, age of Batman <laughs> where he's got like the turning radius of a station wagon, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. Like literally it would be what, um, it'd be almost Christian two decades before he can yeah. like turn his neck again. Yeah. <laughs> we could actually move his neck. Yeah. Literally dark Knight Batman, Christian Bale. He would not get it back until then. Mm -hmm. so. so like if this, this Batman has very little peripheral vision, and to add on to that, he has to turn his entire body <laughs> to see anything. Um, so checking his, literally checking his blind spot when driving the Batmobile, flipping nightmare. Can't do it. <laughs> I, I, I just think that, uh, I mean, obviously I love, most people love Michael Keaton, you know? Oh, yeah. So, mm -hmm. so it, it, it wasn't the acting that was bad. But when you look back at these, these older Batman movies and mm -hmm. you just see how these guys move with this, it's like, oh, it had to be so hard. <laughs> yeah. there's not a universe where no these guys should even still be alive no <laughs> like they he can't move in that and then this is of course like there, it's definitely fashion over function uh with this look because i mean it, it looks fucking cool like i remember being a kid and going to six flags and riding batman the ride and which is modeled after the uh the first michael keaton movie and you go into the bat cave and you see the suit uh, there before you get on the ride. And I had like a, a Batman, like, I mean, it's a doll. I'm not going to, not going to, not going to like sugarcoat it. And the only things <laughs> that move on it are the arms. 
but sure. fuck did it look cool um it just there's no way it would work it'd be right up there with like uh basically um if you talk to any of the the american actors about their their time on like the power ranger shows or like mm-hmm. the power ranger movie um they'd be like yeah the worst thing ever was trying to do anything in the suit uh which they rarely did anything in the suits anyway because that was just you know they just took all the action scenes from japan and dubbed over them but <laughs> sure. in the little events they did have to wear the suit they're like yeah like doing anything in that helmet's basically impossible like you can't see anything and now at least they they could still turn their necks to look around whereas these guys can't do that <laughs> so yeah. they're just stuck looking straight forward unless they have to move their whole body for anything combat related yeah yeah and and like keaton or keaton's suit too would have that that like thor one cape on it as well mm-hmm. right like the the cape and the cowl like they they take up the entire shoulder space and so i i just can't even really see a a reality where getting around in that thing made any no. sense <laughs> no it had to be just uncomfortable as fuck and then like the uh the suit is relatively the same with the minor with minor facelifts in uh the in, in 1992's batman returns you got yeah. some 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 change to the ab work um i think the uh the cape and cowl is like they're really molded so well together where it almost looks like you know they're they're one solid piece whereas at least uh on the uh the previous 1981 you could see there's separation between the two of them uh but other than that um well the mask very, though very similar look the mask for me in the in the first one mm-hmm. the, the first batman movie here it, it actually looks it almost looks more like what Affleck's looks like once again like yeah. you actually have pretty harsh uh areas around like the eyebrows and the eyes mm-hmm. whereas like you mentioned in in returns like that mask has been almost like vacuum sealed and flattened off yep and so i i even as a kid i looked at that and i went man why does he look so much more brooding in the first one and then the second one they're like yeah let's uh let's smooth all that out you know <laughs> <laughs> that don't make him look so grumpy yeah make him yeah. be a happy batman yeah, Batman should be a little happier, guys. Like, I mean, he what... is rich. He's got that going for him. <laughs> and I've seen the mold on those pants. He's probably got something behind that bulge. So, <laughs> or do you think? Do you think maybe he exaggerated the bulge just a little bit? Because we know, at least, like you know, I think we've seen every Batman topless in their movies. They don't have those abs. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> so there's a good chance that bulge may be exaggerated. Yeah, probably. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. I'd probably pull the same thing off. You know. I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're you're inspiring fear, and part of that fear is envy. So why not do that? <laughs> yeah, like, I am scared of how big that bulge is. <laughs> you would be. I mean, could you imagine getting knocked up, getting knocked on the ground, and then as you start to get up, you you end up eye level with that bulge. Like, oh nope, fuck this. I'm just gonna stay yeah. down. Dude, if you're a mobster that wants to have any kind of street cred, you do not get teabagged by Batman's bulge. <laughs> do not do it. <laughs> oh, man. But oh. uh, good segue into, into Val Kilmer, though, who's mm-hmm. totally got the beach body Batman outfit here. Oh, yeah. Um, this is I, this is Cali Batman. Uh, this is West Coast compared to East. Uh, yeah, this really had. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like an eight pack. Like he's got like, there's an eight pack on this thing. And then there's like, He's got some like you know side ab going on there. The yeah, like... like seriously, abs on abs on abs, Batman. <laughs> um <laughs> it's an ab palace, man. Holy shit, mm-hmm. look at that thing. I mean, it's uh like yep. and like... I yeah, think ahead. there's even some emphasis on the buttocks in this suit because I think this is the first time they 
they show Batman actually getting into the suit and the way they show him getting into it, it's just like a body part like shoots on camera, then turns very sharply or very, yeah. very, very angstily. That's not a good word for that. But anyway, it does Roll that with it. the arms, the legs, the butt. <laughs> yeah. And then and then I think the head at the last. And they do this with with every character in that movie with Batman, Robin and Batgirl. Um, but yeah, so here we get kind of like a more refined buff physique looking um, bat suit. And I don't like I never got like this is where it just gets weird because like, what are they trying to do with this? Is this actually armor or are you trying to tell me that like their suit is rubber and it's just that tight? That that's that's actually what they got going on under there. Well, we we clearly know that Val Kilmer, as attractive as he may have been during this time mm-hmm. period, there's no way he had what was going on. No, that's because that's not that. what what was on that suit wasn't humanly possible. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a slide against Val Kilmer. Not we've seen the Iceman topless in his prime. Yes, Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, like and even the, then, no. <laughs> this is 1995. Like the most he could have been using was steroids. We weren't even like you know ramming <laughs> HGH down. So. Like, there's no way he could possibly look that way in, in Batman forever. No, just, Captain just, fucking magic aside, it's just, that's not, <laughs> you can't do that. But, and then then he actually, this is the first time uh, where we see, I think, a change in suits through the movie. Because yeah. there is a, he wears one suit through most of it. And then in the movie, if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, Jim Carrey blows the fuck out of the Batcave. Um, and yeah. most of his suits are destroyed, except for one with experimental sonar capabilities. Oh, of course. Uh, which means <laughs> the bat has to be bigger and yes. we have to have a few accentuated things about it. Um, but this is also the first time ever that we see a cowl that has white eyes on it, which yeah. is more to like what we see in the comic books. And yeah. they kind of do it a fun way where it's, it's not like they're there all the time. They're a gimmick for the sonar, uh, uh, for the sonar technology. So it was a it was a fun way of like finally saying, oh, hey, this is like one thing that's kind of always been in the comics that's always been missing uh, from any of his on screen um, looks here. And I will say that uh, in the earlier part of the movie, like we still have a suit that we've talked about here that mm-hmm. resembles more of the Keaton Batman suit. Right. And, yes. And yes. So- I think with the exception of the belt, the belt's black, black um, yeah. in this. So really your only points of of parts that stand out in the body are well his face um and and the gold behind the bat uh, yeah. which since uh really the michael keaton age has moved up quite a bit on the chest of batman because <laughs> it used weird. to be like right between the nipples and yeah. now it's it's closer to the base of the neck <laughs> yeah it's, it's practically on his adam's apple like i mean <laughs> if we if we had another movie here with that same suit it'd probably be on his forehead by the time we're done with that movie <laughs> which would make for a very awkward transitional movie between that word to be on his mouth it's yeah. just a bat right there <laughs> I, I gotta give him credit though for the kilmer suits here because mm-hmm. i mean like i said i i was i was digging the the keaton suit the at least yep. the original one but then yeah they kind of shift into this this suit that they clearly didn't know that George mm-hmm. Clooney would be wearing like a variant of, you know, when, yeah. when he gets into the, into the mantle here. Yep. Um, and, and yeah, this is, this is where we get some of the most questionable bat suit decisions ever made. That's right. I mean, 1997 Val Kilmer, like a bad shitty coworker at a restaurant calls in on a Friday night and you have to pull some strings 
and you get someone who's been out of the, who has never been in this business necessarily of superherodom and thus enters George Clooney as Batman. Oh, the bat nipple suit emerges. <laughs> yeah, the nipples, which again really draws that line. Like, are we supposed to be? Are we supposed to assume that's what Batman looks like under the hood? Because who in the right mind would want to sculpt nickel nipples onto armor? And, like, and, and yeah, yeah, like what nipples do you here? use for reference here either? Like, I, I mean, I'm sure they had to get someone's nipples as a as a reference point for this thing. I can I only mean, assume. I mean, I have to have reference pics when I draw. I don't imagine that if if I'm tailoring a suit, I need to look at the human form. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, the pinnacle of human evolution. You just have to look at that. You have to. So oh um, nipples, nipples aside, looking at the suit, actually, I mean, not a horrible suit, nipples aside. Um, the bat symbol is pretty much exactly where it was before um on val coomer except now like the yellow has vanished from the suit he's pretty no much yellow. all black absolutely no yellow mm -hmm. yep yeah the, the suit is entirely like black to like really really dark blue uh across the entire thing um and we once again get another dark utility belt we get mm -hmm. <laughs> we get the ridiculous <laughs> abs that just nobody's uh, ever had no one's had those abs ain't nobody Oh God, but just to, Joe, no matter how many times we can talk about other details on this suit, <laughs> the nipples I, will come back. You can't unsee the nipples. <laughs> Seriously. Man. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming the bulge is bigger than ever has been, but the nipples are there now. Well, the if you, if you look at this though, I, I'm not even ashamed to say that I, I know this, Joe, <laughs> the, the bulge is different between the Kilmer and, and the Clooney suits. Mm -hmm. So I would say that I would much rather be, if I had a choice, I'd rather be hit by the Kilmer bulge than the Clooney bulge. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. Um, yeah. The, the Clooney suit was just comically bad though. I oh, mean, it was. I mean, if you look mm -hmm. at this thing, like head to toe, uh, it, it just, I mean, these suits have got to be uncomfortable to wear no matter what. Right. Um, Clooney's suit, I, like you said, there are some cool things about it, though. Like his his gloves are, you know, once again, we've actually had some consistency in in his gloves that he's wearing mm -hmm. um, across these these last few movies. So, you know, at least that's going on for it. But God damn it, I can't I can't get away from the nipples here, Joe. No, I and just he does lose them. He doesn't keep them the whole movie. There's at least that because to fight Mister Freeze in the movie, they have to change suits. Um, <laughs> they do. so we get these anti-freezing suits which just means we're going to throw silver bullshit all over the place we get a yeah. huge silver bat that encompasses the chest which is more of a throwback to um, like stories like Dark Knight Returns where you have a massive bat covering most of the chest mm -hmm. except this time it's just highlighted in silver you've got these weird silver like almost tiger stripe things going on on the arms and legs uh, big old silver abs which in this case, like this at least looks like armor and not like it's some sort of weird attempt at the human anatomy. Um, it, to me, Joe, it feels like if if Lisa Frank got into brooding superheroes <laughs> and was only given three colors to work with, mm -hmm. she probably could have made this bad suit. Yes. And if you're unfamiliar with the work of Lisa Frank, um, <laughs> basically any trapper keeper from the 80s that had animals on it and fluorescent colors, that's Lisa Frank. Probably Lisa Frank. Yeah. Probably Lisa Frank. Likely, definitely Lisa Frank. Now, um, Joe, so, here, here's something that you can't convince me of. Okay. Okay. You said that the bat suit has a large bat on it that is across the chest, right? Yes. 
Well, Robin's suit at the same point in the movie has nipples. God damn it. Yeah. So, I don't know why Robin got nipples. I'm telling you, Joe, mm-hmm. somebody designed nipples under that bat and they covered them up and you can't convince <laughs> me they're not there. I'm telling you, they are fucking there. And I hate them. <laughs> they, they don't belong in a bat suit. Like, get them out of here. God, I mean, sand I'm those gonna, things off. I'm going to imagine even on the old bat suits. They were a little tightened, like, hey, guys, we can see your nipples. We're going we're gonna to tape them yeah. so we don't see them through the costume. And uh, maybe even in this movie, like, they made the suit, and George looked at it, and he's like, hey, guys, guys, I know I just got here, but hear me out. You ever see Baywatch? <laughs> nipples. And they're like, ah, fucking, hey, whatever. Let's put some nipples on them. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, man. There's, there's like a boardroom here, and like he's bringing up the nipple idea, and there's like one guy at the table that decides to speak up, and they're like, get the fuck out of here, get out of here, get out of here, get out of here. You know, like some for some reason, nobody just thought, no, listen to that guy, like no. listen to him. Mm-hmm. Do not let the bat nipples surface. <laughs> let those things go. Like even, even back in 1997. You know, you've got 11 year old Mark here, mm-hmm. and I've got my my chocolate milk in a you know in a wine glass, and I'm swirling it as I'm watching this in the theater, <laughs> and I'm just looking up at this, going, "Even uh-huh. I know this is stupid." Yep. Like this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I'm mm-hmm. looking over at my dad, who is a big Adam West fan, and I just see him like slowly dying. You know, like he's <laughs> like his his pride is like gone. He's mm-hmm. like, I paid for my sons to watch this movie. Yep. <laughs> and so. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah it, it just uh, like once it got yeah. in my head joe couldn't get out nope couldn't get it's out good. it's right up there with the batman credit card that shows up in this movie oh my god it's like i get that it was a joke but it wasn't a good one it was dumb and on top of that who's gonna lend batman anything for money like that's yeah, why i have no to know security. batman has to be independently wealthy there's no way anyone's gonna lend the money he's got no social security number as batman none you and no 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 income of like he can he can claim so no one's going to give that man any sort of line of credit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what credit a- references do you give as Batman? Like yeah. you, if you, if you're like, yeah, I know a guy down at Gotham PD and they're going to be like, mm-hmm. well, what the fuck can he tell about me that has anything to do with your financial records? Mm-hmm. You know? And they'll but, be like, oh, he can't. But you know, I do know this one guy called Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a good thing that the door slammed shut hard yeah. on these guys after this mm-hmm. movie. And yep. And we would finally make our way to Christopher Nolan's Batman with some of the like the, like the suits finally make sense here. Mm-hmm. You've got a guy who you know works for a company that that develops a military tech at one point. He finds it in the records of the company. Uh, he integrates his League of Shadows days. You know the. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got that on the arms again. So, I mean, this this suit was just fucking badass it was it was so cool and like it was so cool it made you forget the fact that he could still not turn his head (laughs) in in (laughs) the suit um it was oh my god i remember when batman begins came out and i saw with my friends and we finished it and there was another showing afterwards like hey guys what are you doing the rest of the night and they're like nothing and then you want to want to go see the movie again (laughs) they're like yeah (laughs) <laughs> we freaking we literally turned right back around to even make it to our car went right back to the movie theater paid to watch that movie twice back to back do not regret a thing yeah. um batman begins 
to that date was the best adaptation of Batman on film, TV, or anything, like bar none. Uh, seeing Batman as really embracing the idea that he is a symbol to be reckoned yep. with. He yep. is literally the manifestation of Bruce Wayne's fears that yep. he is now going to make all of his enemies afraid of was just beautiful. And then you could not get like more of a parallel between Bruce Wayne and Batman. This is the first time we really, really see this in film where Bruce Wayne is hardcore, the millionaire playboy who is literally going around buying hotels so that his supermodels can swim in the fountain that's there. Mm -hmm. um, he's falling asleep in board meetings. He just doesn't give a fuck. He has the money. And well, Joe, you would suspect yeah. that he is going around beating up the criminals on rooftops night to night. Well, it makes sense to me that he is because this suit is probably much sleeker and easier to wear. Yeah, you know, it doesn't have nipples. The butt's not too tight. The aerodynamics <laughs> yeah, I mean, are there. The nipples can't hold them back. Dude, this this suit, it's it's just it's it's like when the first time I ever wore um like it, they're not called skinny jeans, but there's mm -hmm. like these flex jeans that guys can wear now. Guys, oh yeah, I got a, if, I got a pair on right now. Yeah, well, I mean, I have a couple of pairs of them. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, they cling to you a little bit. A but guys, bit. if you're if you're sit, still sitting there wearing your carpenter jeans with that little loop that you know you'll never hang a hammer off of, yeah, you are not of fixing a damn thing wearing those pants, no. gents. No, get rid of them. No, you don't need yeah, them. Get, get rid of those and get these tight ass fitting jeans because they're Dude. comfortable as hell. You can move around in them. You can, mm -hmm. and yet you, know, you know they let you stretch your stuff. Yeah, you got they, air to people breathe. People can see what you got going on in the posterior area. <laughs> well, <laughs> and hey, that's what the Batman Begins suit looks like. It's. It's literally like it, it looks like it's free flowing. It's meant mm -hmm. to be used in a combat situation. Once again, the whole military influence here and everything about it just looks cool and it looks functional. And I didn't have to question the bat suit anymore. No. You know? And what gets even better is in 2012, when probably at this point, I'm going to say the quintessential Batman movie is made and comes out because to this date, like nothing has topped this for Batman. Granted, we've only had a few movies come out with it. Um, oh, you mean 2000, is, 2008? Is it 2008? Yeah, it is 2008. That's right. Yeah, uh, yeah Dark Knight was, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I jumped ahead because the suit doesn't doesn't change much from Dark Knight to, uh, um, yeah, to Rises. Last one. Yep, Rises. Yep. Um, yep. So here we get the suit where we see it's not like, it doesn't quite look like all one solid piece anymore. It has a lot of inspiration from his League of Shadow days yes. where it's like separate armor pieces. He has a separate piece of armor just for his neck so that the cowl on the head can be separate and he can finally turn his head. <laughs> and um, I, I really do feel like he could handle fighting some pretty you know, ill-tempered cats in this thing. Oh, I mean, oh, absolutely. totally believable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So <laughs> yeah. just, just a good look. And one, if I had to gripe, one thing about it is due to the separation of like the pectoral stuff uh, and there's not a lot going on on the chest, you do lose the bat a little bit in the design. Um, yes. Which yes. is unfortunate. I totally agree with this hundred mm -hmm. percent. Yeah. It, Cause yeah, you, you do lose some of these details because like you mentioned, it's it, it, to me, it feels like a, an athlete, you know, like in, like in the NFL, putting on mm -hmm. these different you know uh, pads and stuff. Like yeah. I, because because even when 
in the movie, you see him sitting there after mm-hmm. Rachel Dawes is his, you know, quote unquote girlfriend here. Uh, spoiler alert. She gets 86 and he's sitting there <laughs> in his penthouse mm-hmm. and he's like, he, he literally took off like all the pads except for like the undersuit. Mm-hmm. So to me, it definitely seemed like the most functional, yeah. like, you know, we're bolting on pieces under this thing. Exactly. This is a kind of a, like a, the opposite of what we had with, um, with the 89 Batman where we have function over fashion this time. It may not, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say that because I'm not going to say that it's an ugly suit. It's a good looking suit. It really is. And it also functions very well, especially compared to anything he's worn in the past, as far as like all around protection and, and overall look here. Um, Mm -hmm. And of course he, he keeps this look in the next movie, like, like we said in 2012. And then in Batman versus Superman, uh, we get an attempt by Zack Snyder to recreate the look of Batman from the Dark Knight Returns, where we have a much broader Batman in the sense of of shoulder wise (laughs) and, and muscle. Um, this is my Batman, by the way, Joe. This is <laughs> this is what I have been spending my whole life, you know, uh, stretching out neck holes and shirts. This was like <laughs> this was the suit that I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. If Batman were, you know, holding a bag of like snacks at a soccer game, waiting for his kids to finish up, that's the suit he's wearing right there. <laughs> like like that suit is just so hulking, like it's so freaking big around the shoulders, like you mentioned that that Ben Affleck like. In all of like the stills and like the images for the movie, mm-hmm. like he he's like sitting there looking like he's wearing 60 pounds of gear. Like this suit's huge. It really, really is. And I think the goal of what this suit was trying to do is what I like suspected the uh the, the Clooney suit was doing with the nipples. And it was meant to look like this is a skin tight material and not armor that he's wearing. Um and I mean, it does this better than any suit that it has in the past. The abs look believable. Um, this Bruce Wayne definitely works out. And if you ever saw um, Ben Affleck and him getting into the role for this movie, he definitely worked out. <laughs> he got he got pretty big for this. Um, uh, not only did it look like Batman was bulkier, but the bat itself on his chest um definitely yeah. <laughs> going with a protein shake every day after the gym i was gonna say um, this is the Nicki minaj bat <laughs> bat logo here <laughs> like this this is a this is a a very uh large batman uh look i mean the logo covers almost his entire chest doesn't it like it's mm-hmm. like yeah it, it's it's huge it covers pretty much all of the chest um and it's like 95% wings <laughs> and just just a smidgen above that uh for the ears on the bat um which also brings us back to the cowl like you said this goes a lot back to the uh, uh the 1966 batman where we finally lose the tall pointy ears and we have ones that are much closer to the head which i was actually going to mention too kind of tying this batman suit and then Christopher Nolan's Batman suit and then once again Adam West here you do get the sense that these these Batman here since they do have these lighter weight suits and these more functional looking outfits mm-hmm. um to me it almost ties all three of those together as being more believable than the absolute ridiculousness that was the you know the 80s and 90s looks oh yeah i mean there's definitely more of a function here 
mm -hmm. uh, to these suits that makes a lot more sense. Yep, yep, I would agree. Um, and looking at his utility belt, this is honestly for the first time uh, for an on-screen Batman. Looks like he has a belt that actually carries shit, though. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. he actually has like the large like uh, pocket containers um, on everything uh, for every section of his belt. So it looks like he could actually carry stuff. Um, and one technically uh, on-screen representation we haven't talked about yet is if you look back to like Batman Mask of the Phantasm and Sub-Zero, the animated Batman series, mm -hmm. um, he that Batman is very much like the Adam West Batman, but with with black instead of blue. Um, but that was a Batman who like oddly, like for some reason, the compartments could extend. So they looked flat and then got bigger. Um, mm -hmm. Whereas like the Batfleck Batman, like it's almost like those are always their sections are always extended and they, they're just covered so you can move things in and out of them. Um, but all in all, like, I didn't hate this look for Batman. I actually, um, I like it. I just think it was, it was ill-timed for the movie because it never made sense to me why you had all the other superheroes basically in their beginning mm -hmm. and we have a Batman who's past his prime. It just seemed like an odd decision to me um, because it, it, this is yeah. an older Batman who's experienced a lot more. He's got gray on the sides of his head and it's like, I don't see this Batman being able to keep up with the other heroes who are all either in their youth or about to be in their prime. So you're saying this Batman should have had like New Balance shoes and uh... <laughs> <laughs> New Balance <laughs> shoes. I think everything on him should have been copper fit <laughs> to help, his, his help with that blood circulation. He's got high fastening pants and <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and oh, oh my god, a button up yeah. bat suit. Yeah, that would be that would be interesting. Be it. And see. I will I will never get over the promo art for this Batman because it inspired a whole ton of memes because oh, yes. they tried doing like the Batman brooding look on a rooftop by the bat signal. However, it just made Batman look like he was sad and crying in the yes. rain. And that's what so, I was mentioning earlier. He mm -hmm. just looks like he's sad because of where he is in life. You know, he's He's so overgrown in the suit, he can't move. Mm -hmm. You know, he's he's a muscle brown freak, Joe. Yep, you know, totally like he <laughs> is. And we get a little distinction in this in uh, Justice League towards the end of the movie when he has like where he has like more like apparent armor pieces. Yeah, and it's a little more um, Arkham Knight represented, almost Arkham Knight like. With it looks like it's believable armor on him, and he at least can. And again, he can still turn his head. Huge plus. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But given that that was only for like one portion of a movie, I'm not going to dwell on that too much. But it brings us to our last Batman trip. Yes, Robert, Robert Pattinson's, Pattinson's Twilight Batman. Yeah. Yes. His, his mm -hmm. suit, though. I mean, the, so the first time you see the, the image stills of this. So he has mm -hmm. the cowl with the, you know, like with the uh, goggles on. So mm -hmm. we're, we're not quite sure like what tech he's using with it. But we can assume it's probably similar to Batfleck, you know, who had probably. Yeah, functional goggles for some reason, but the suit itself, it it reminds me a lot of the Arkham series suit. It really does. And I think they're really drawing inspiration of, from that uh, because of just how well it works. It is, it makes so much sense. It looks like it's armor that is like basically sectioned off that it's it's thick without being bulky. Um, yeah. We have an interesting, interesting look for the cowl though, and that it has a collar on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, like mm -hmm. the so 
it, it, it's, <laughs> it reminded me of these, these dudes I knew back in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, let's go back into our 2005 time machine. And, <laughs> and it reminds me of the dudes that mm-hmm. would pop, like wear three polos and pop all three collars. Oh my God. It's the, the, that's what like this Joe looks Mag- like. Uh, Magnello in Spider-Man. <laughs> yes. Or, <laughs> or like the guys in Transformers too, where he goes, it's like, Hey guys, why don't you go back to Abercrombie and Fitch and see if they have a tighter fitting polo. And they go, <laughs> No, they don't. We checked. checked this no, oh my gosh. I, I can only hope that those actors ad lib ad lib that because oh, <laughs> it was perfect. I absolutely oh. hope they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I but think yeah, yeah. For in terms of this movie, though, I think they're going more um, Arkham Origins meets Gotham by Gaslight with it, and that's yeah. kind of what you get with this suit. And we haven't seen the whole thing yet. We only see a bit from still shots from the trailer. Basically, I don't think we've seen much from the waist down in it no no it's not a head to toe not at not all. a head to toe yet like i think we've seen a few things if i'm on the motorcycle and even then like you can't get too much from when he's on the motorcycle so it's a little it's a little shady there and i we're also saying that he mostly has the goggles on when he's using the motorcycle so good for him because yeah. if you've ever tried riding a bike <laughs> without goggles and Oof. you're just going you're gonna have a bad time your eyes are gonna dry out and like a tenth of a second and you yeah. can't see shit if anything um, he's a role model for wearing eye protection he really is know, while go fighting batman. crime mm-hmm. go robert <laughs> panson and yeah, i can see yeah. like he does have a, a belt with pockets on it yes or or, or compartments is a better way not not pockets um but yeah so it looks like this batman can also carry shit with him which is pretty great yeah, he can pick up some milk on the way home from the store, you know. But, <laughs> but this this collar, though, mm-hmm. you know, once again, he, he can move his head around in there. Um, I, I see the the function of that. That looks really cool. Mm-hmm. And then the actual uh, bat logo, functionally, it's like it's like it, it's clearly a piece on the armor, mm-hmm. but it's contoured to the armor also. It is. Mm-hmm. So it, it it takes up most of the chest, but it's very thin. So. Yeah, you know, obviously, like Robert Pattinson's a skinny dude. The bat mm-hmm. is is skinny as well, I guess. But and it, it looks, looks cool. Yeah, and 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 I mean, correct me if you're wrong. It looks like it has mechanical parts to it. It, it seriously does. Like mm-hmm. when you look at this thing, um, I don't know if there'll be a function to it. I mean, at minimum, you could probably hang Christmas lights off of it. At the minimum, uh, at maximum, yeah. it's probably gonna be like all Superman two, where you can take it off and throw it, and it just encompasses <laughs> and captures your enemy, and they they fall to the ground, all embarrassed. Um, I still know what the fuck that was, by the way. <laughs> it's a, it's a <laughs> Superman power and part of his, unif- his costume that I never knew existed until that movie. But, you know, well, I'm excited to see this Pattinson movie, to be honest. Um, the it's first tough. trailer was was moving. It was riveting. It was dark. It was it was everything Batman should be. So uh, I know this is this is definitely the same case I remember as when you heard Heath Ledger was going to be the Joker. And there were just so many people like, are you fucking serious? A Knight's Tale guy? Um, Everything I hate about you is going to be the Joker. Get the fuck out of here. Well, people hated Michael Keaton as Mm -hmm. Batman when they cast him for it, too. Yeah. And they hated Bat, you know, they hated Ben Affleck. Mm -hmm. You know, like Christian Bale was one of the only casting choices where someone was like, yeah, yeah, this is. This is a method actor. I, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll trust that he's doing the right thing here. We'll so behind that, but yeah, no, um, but yeah, this suit though, I gotta say, like through the years, mm-hmm. I mean, we we get literally a guy wearing underwear, you know, over his suit mm-hmm. <laughs> to <laughs> what looks like literally like a soldier of fortune, you know, who could yep. go off and you know take 
literally take bullets with this thing. Mm-hmm. And and now here we are at Pattinson, who's got like, I mean, I I think it's the coolest looking suit we've gotten that doesn't involve video games. I yeah, mean, this is this is one of the coolest suits we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I guess the only thing I will say as a caveat to this is that there is a possibility that since we haven't seen it, he could be naked from the belt down. He could be. I mean, you can't, you can't dispute that until we actually get pictures. That's how science works because you can't tell me no, therefore it's possible. That's how Bigfoot is a real thing. And that's why Robert Pattinson naked from the waist down. Still say he's naked under there. Yeah. Like that makes sense. Thank you, everyone, for joining Batman Week. We look forward to hearing your thoughts on our analysis of the not-so-subtle aspects of what Batman wears when he's fighting crime. We hope you enjoyed the conversation, and please like, comment, subscribe, and leave us the all-important review. It really helps us grow. Join us next week as we throw ourselves into the world of Supernatural, the long-running CW show that began in 2005 and recently finally came to a conclusion. We break down the series from its earliest days and discuss how the property grew worldwide renowned. So until next time, keep on dissecting.